Welcome to another episode of Survivor's Guide to Coronavirus. I'm joined with the uh, legend of the game, one of the greats, um, always has been, always will be, comedy king. I don't know how else to introduce you. You're a neighbour. You're a, you're a local. It's, it's Dave Hughes. And now you already know that from the podcast title. But welcome. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, mate. You're, you're doing really well there. I was, I, was, I was lapping all those accolades up. So, yeah, good work. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's uh, you've you've seen him uh, host the Logies. You've ho- he's ho- you've seen him host his own television shows. <laughs> um, you've heard him on the radio. You've heard him on this podcast. Seen him down the street. Seen him at the gym. Um, maybe you like football. Not rocking enough for the gym. That's something. I mean, I, I'm not rocking your rig, man. You're currently wearing an Adidas sports-looking T-shirt. Yeah, what are you wearing? Retro. It is a retro Adidas T-shirt, <laughs> and uh, I'm enjoying it. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I just never had that. I've never had that body that the, the you know the stars have when they take their shirt off in the movies. Those guys. I, I'd love to be you, that guy one day. You say that, but you actually have uh, posted photos of yourself topless on the internet. <laughs> I have. I, look, I had one year where I, I was as close as I was probably ever going to be. I was able to. Do, I reckon I was able to do five to six chin-ups at that time, and I got a spray tan to go with it. And uh, yeah, there, there's a photo that I still occasionally put up of that moment <laughs> in time. You know, so it was you, a good. You, moment. It's, uh, chin-ups work the back muscles, but um, I vividly remember uh, you having great definition in the abdominal region. <laughs> Yeah, well, the spray tan helped that as well, though. So, you know, a spray tan really, really can, you know, you don't need one, obviously, but uh, for someone as pale as me. <laughs> what are you trying to say? So you're saying that the darker you get, the more muscular definition you, you, you attain, like you get. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that definitely, but I'm saying it, it might help. Yeah. I think being white really, and the whiter you are, the the more, the, you know, there's everything, you can't, you don't, nothing's hidden when you're really wide. So it's like. Really? Yeah, it's not, it's not great. You I, don't see like bodybuilding competitions with pasty people in them. Yeah, they're, not, they're never pasty. They, there's always like a tanning Mate, session. They, yeah, they, absolutely, everyone spray tans themselves up the wazoo for, for those bodybuilding sessions. And, it, and there's a reason for that. I, my wife has literally yeah. back in the past encouraged me to get spray tans for holidays and, and you know what? I I really thanked her for it because I felt good. I felt good around the pool. Is it? You know, so. Yeah, but, but, but a question. I mean, your wife is half Sri Lankan. Did she ask you to spray tan before trips to Sri Lanka when you met her family? Did she tell her family <laughs> that you were Sri Lankan? That's what I'm asking. No, is she I, like, hey, you look better with a spray tan? No, I, I haven't. Look, I um, I haven't been to Sri Lanka yet, which is bad, you know. So you've never been to. Oh my no, God! No. You've got to go. My children haven't been either, and they're they're a quarter Sri Lankan, and they still we haven't got there yet. Yeah. So we will get there. Like we we we're, we're, yeah. we're actually we're organising a trip. I don't want to bring the the mood of the, of the podcast down. No, I'll bring it down. We'll go on, bring we'll bring it down. A trip before there was an incident in Colombo a couple of years ago. You remember that? Where there was oh the, yeah, yeah 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 last year was that, that yeah. recently? Yeah. So we were going to go, but I mean we can't go now, obviously. But no, we can't go anywhere no. now, can we? But you know what? The one flight a day that we've currently got going on is really cheap. Like yeah. there are some cheap. My friend, he's a diplomat. He had to fly back to Saudi Arabia from Australia and he was outnumbered. There was only seven passengers on the crew and he was outnumbered by 
the seven passengers on the, on the flight, there was like way more crew. So you get treated like royalty if you get on any flight right now. They're really grateful for your for your custom. I mean, and you know what? So, we just I just read and we uh, talked about on the radio the fact that the the cruise ship bookings are up for next year. Like Carnival Cruises apparently are actually really <laughs> they're up. So people. So this has just been good publicity for cruises. Apparently it has been. It's hard to believe. You think they're just floating like. Death ships, but no, people are. We talked about it on the radio, and people rang and said, "Yeah, we're booked. We're getting. We're gonna. We can't wait to get on." So, mate, there. Why is that? Well, I don't know. They just. I, I, I speculated that people just watch the news with the sound down and just see all these cruise ships and think, you know, I want to get involved. So. It's like... <laughs> I haven't had the guts to do a cruise ship yet. I did once a. A gig on a boat for like it's like a corporate end of year yeah uh, luncheon or something and it was uh I, I did comedy and i was filming legally brown at the time which is you know a show i did on yeah, sds yeah, of course and i did my f- 15 minutes 20 minutes of comedy people were talking it was a tough gig anyway I, I, I came off stage and uh part of my contract was that i had to mingle with the with the people for yeah. three hours that was <laughs> like hours. To do the gig <laughs> and then mingle uh, so anyway so i was walking around and one guy comes up to me and he goes, mate, if you keep trying hard enough, you could be uh, as good as Akmal. I said, thank you very much. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the, the second person that spoke to me asked me where the toilet was. And uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, then there was like this, uh, they had like a, a free like a casino area where you could just play games with pretend money. So yeah. I was like, sick, if I just sit at this table, I don't have to talk to people. I'm still kind of engaged I'm yeah. fulfilling my requirements. So I'm sitting there, head down, just putting the Monopoly money down as bets. Anyway, someone this, someone then asked me a question. Someone said, excuse me, uh, mate, do you mind passing me the, the rules over there, uh, which is on the other side of the table? So I said, sure. Like I felt I'm being helpful. Yeah. So I reached across and I knocked over a jug of beer <laughs> and then it all it just spilled across the entire table and everyone looked up and they saw me and they were like, oh, it's that <laughs> It's that shit comedian. <laughs> Here he is, just ruining another part of our day. I just love but then those I saw, that, that. That's the bit. It was horrible. Mate, there's so, nothing. Yeah, when you do a gig and it doesn't go well, just having to stay with it's the crowd the, of people is the worst thing in the world. It's just it's horrible. It's horrible for everyone. You're, you're, you're one of those guys who I think comedians all look to because you've got, you know, you've got um, thick you got balls of steel. I think you can do gigs where. where you know, you're a big name. You do big theatres, but you've also done gigs in people's houses, no, right? I'm happy to do anything. I still am. I, you know, that's why this. Not, I mean, being in lockdown, I, I can't, you know, perform live. It kills me. But yeah, I, I will still do gigs wherever. I, 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 I you know, I did a gig via Zoom the other day, like to for the. Did you really? Yeah, my ob. But it was a question and answer. But it was like, yeah, I'm, and I'm happy to do more gigs via Zoom. Like you know. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've, I've done gigs in lounge rooms. I've done gigs in. Uh, I've done. Bus- so how, do, how does it go in the lounge room? So basically, everyone's just sitting on the couch. You know, I remember once I got booked to do a gig uh, in a woman's lounge room in Turak. So you know, I'm thinking Ritzy House. You know, but the, the woman yeah. said when I got there, she said I've booked you because at the time, as years ago, at the time I was, you know, I was known for doing a gig about uh, doing routine about being on the doll. Uh, and you know, because I was I was on the dole, and I I was trying to make a living as a comedian, but I was you know for a number of years I was still on the dole. So there's there's no shame in being on the dole, by the way. So if you have to get on the dole through the pandemic, yeah. just suck up as much uh, yeah. you know government money. I think I think this 
This is this is the fanciest sort of version of the doll there is. So get on it. Exactly. This is there's, there's no shame doll. Get it to Centrelink. You probably meet your future husband or wife there. Who knows? But um, everyone's <laughs> at Centrelink. But um, so I, I got to this Turak house, and the woman said, "Don't go in. You're a surprise. My husband doesn't know you're uh, coming." And uh, and I and she said, "I've booked you because I heard you do the." that routine about being on the doll and my husband's just lost his job. So I want you to do that doll routine. And she said, but I also want you to dress in his clothes. <laughs> he, he oh my a, God. He was a tennis player, apparently like, you know, a tour act tennis player, like an old bl- bloke tennis player. <laughs> and so I, I was made to, I wore his like tennis shorts and his tennis shirt. And I walked into the lounge room holding his tennis racket and not many people knew who I was back then. So, yeah, it was just some weird guy in, in guy's tennis gear. And he's, he's, did like, I, did, it, was a, it was like a 50th or something or a 40th, I'm not sure. But there was there was women there close to 90 sitting around the lounge room. And so and I I went into my doll routine in front of him and, uh, you know, <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> do, 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 they, do they expect you to... Take your clothes off at the end. Like it's, it know, just mate. sounds like you were some <laughs> niche stripper. But I, I was able to, yeah. I mean, I when she followed me out after I'd done it, and I'm getting changed into my normal clothes, and she handed me some cash, and I was like, "There you go." <laughs> it was close to being a stripper, I suppose. But you know, I, it was okay, and I got paid, and I went home. So, hey, you know. well, that's you know what. And when you think about it, like the the amount of money that like that's painful for most people. Public, public speaking is the biggest fear, and that sounds terrifying. But at the same time, you work for maybe less than an hour. Yeah, and yeah, 15 minutes. You could, you could, 15 minutes, you know, and that's, that's, I did a wedding once, and um, they paid me uh, more money than I've ever been paid at that time. And uh, I didn't know the bride and the groom. So I was just emceeing, doing some usual ordinary material. Halfway through, the, um, one of the organizers came up and said, Hey, mate, can you just for this next bit, Talk about these photos of the couple, but talk about them as if you know them, as if you're their close family friend. Yeah, right. And I said, really? They said, yeah. so I actually had to talk about them as if I knew them because they didn't have many friends. <laughs> and then it turns out later, turned out later that that wedding was like a visa wedding. You know those ones where you have to put them on to, to get <laughs> citizenship? So you were part of a scam, basically. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm some sort of criminal by extension. I don't know. <laughs> James, you're a criminal. Oh. You're a criminal lawyer. What do you, what do you, have I broken any laws? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I basically can't get past Hughes's um, stripper situation. I feel like Hughes, if you have like a dark period in your life at some point, it's all because of that. <laughs> I once. This is a true story, which I've told before, but I once. Well, when I used to live in Perth, when I just started doing stand-up comedy, I had an ad in the paper, Labor, and it was said, Labor requires works, back in the West Australian newspaper. And so you could put an ad in the paper and people would ring you. Like, they would ring your number and ask you to, you know, move some sand around their backyard or something. And I was charging 10 bucks an hour back then. This is 1993, I think, and um, a long time ago. Someone rang me and they said, I don't need a loan. 10 bucks an hour? Yeah, I mean, the money hasn't gone up much in all this time, to be honest. There's still people wow. 10 bucks an hour. But I was, someone rang me and they said, I don't need a labourer, but I'm an art student. I need a model. And I'm like, well, mate, I'm a 21 year old dude who's never been a model, so I'm a labourer. And he goes, 
He goes, I reckon you'll be fine. I said, oh. I said, it's 10 bucks an hour still. He goes, yeah, that's all right. I turn up to this guy's house in a suburb of Perth, a ritzy sort of suburb, and he, right. he looked like a very well-to-do art student, if you know what I mean. So and at this time, oh, I, no. I didn't know what was going on at this time. But then I so he was like a guy. He was probably about 40. I don't know. I was 20, so he, he looked old to me. But um, even though I now I'm nearly 50, so he looked young to me now. But um, And he said, yeah, we'd start taking photos. I said, all right. And then I'm in my labouring gear and he's taking photos. Wait, so you were just standing, you were standing there in his lounge? Yeah. And he was taking photos of Literally you? Literally in, 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 in your high-vis? I didn't know what was going on. And then we, he said, let's move out to the backyard. And I said, okay. And so he what, said, what was he, how was he directing you? Like, what was he saying? Just look, he wasn't, he was just saying, I, I can't remember actually, but he was like, just, <laughs> yeah, just put your arms up or something. I don't know. We got out to the backyard. He said, um, can you take your shirt off? I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I was. Pretty fit back then, but I certainly didn't have a tan. I don't know what it was. And I'm like, so I've got a shirt off. And then, oh, I look, it's this happened. He said, can you take your shorts off? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Mate, I ended up. There was Did a you pool. have your boots on? Mate, there was a pool in the backyard and I ended up on the pool. I, he, there was a lilo floating around the pool. He said, can you, can you, can you lie on that lilo? Oh, my God. This is me. I'm floating around the stranger's <laughs> pool in his lilo in my undies. And I kid you not, he said to me, can we lose the undies? I'm like. Oh, I'm oh, crying. I actually I can't up, deal with this. I ended up nude in a lilo floating around the pool. Honestly, it was. And. It finished up. And you got 10 bucks an hour. Yeah, I reckon I got about 12 bucks out of it. So, <laughs> and look, the photos have never surfaced, but um, wow. in the camera, it was a really strange experience. It was a really strange So experience. do you I'm, reckon that he wanted any of the initial shots, like the the lounge room shots? No, I don't. Even I mean, I, like the, he was, I don't, what was he thinking? He didn't even have film in the camera at that I, point. I don't know whether he had film in the camera or not. I really don't know. Um, I mean, what's what's he doing though? He's just looking. He's looking in the West Australian newspaper, going through the comp, going through the classifieds. What's he looking for? He's looking for a hot labourer. And then I, I do. That is a that is a bargain. What an absolute bargain! Twelve dollars to have some guy nude floating around on a lilo in the pool. Bloody yeah. hell. But you know what? His times have changed. Yeah, they have changed. But I mean, I'm taken as a compliment. Like, so I turn up, he didn't know what well, he was going to get. And then he still, he still <laughs> wanted me nude. So it was good. So. I really hope those photos surface. And if you are listening, could you please just yeah. DM me them? Oh, I'll pay top dollar. I'll pay at least two and a half times that. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, thanks so much. What, do you have any, um, any tips? How are you surviving? What's the, what's the thing that's keeping you sane? I'm lucky I've got the radio show to do every day, so that's good for yeah. me. So I've got a creative outlet, five till seven, on the hit network, uh, Husey and Ed. But um, and apart from that, mate, I'm just – it's tough. It is weird, isn't it? It's yeah. weird. I don't know. It's, weird, huh? it's no, they have no stand-up comedy hurts a lot, you know, yeah. really. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just – I don't know what – I don't know. I'm slowly losing your mind a bit. Absolutely, man. I it's. I think yeah. we all are. How long is it going to go for? Oh. It's just weird. You don't need to do radio at a studio anymore if you figured out how to do it from home. 
Well, you think there's a lot of businesses will go. We're just we're not we're not we're not reopening the office. We don't, we don't want to you know we don't want to pay the rent. Everyone can stay home. That's or or you know we've laid off yeah. most of our staff. We're not going to re-employ most of them. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a strange time. Yeah. What if we told you that we could arrange for you to do one set of stand up? But the conditions are you have to wear this middle-aged man's tennis outfit and at some point you will have to lose the pants. Mate, I'm going to want more than 12 bucks, all right, but I'll probably, <laughs> there will be a prize. 